Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, I'm your host Mark, and joining me for the first time, we got Seth. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. Good to be here. Yeah, good to have another person on. I, I must be getting damn near close to 100 different guests on this show at this point. So I'm glad you can be included awesome. in that. Yeah, I'm happy to join. I've been listening to a lot of the Lorehammer podcast while at work, and I've been really enjoying that, so... Uh, nice. reached out to Mark here and here we are. Yeah, we're ready to share some lore that you've been working on. Um, I got like the title of it. It's called Nurgle Lore. Uh, would you want to k- kind of expand on that? What are we reading here today? Yeah, so this is um, uh, about a uh, basically a individual's journey that um, he goes to become a demon prince of Nurgle oh, and okay. how how he gets there. Um, cool. Okay. Led him to that point, and uh, also just influenced off of. Uh, I'm getting into the miniatures and the tabletop side of Warhammer, and I decided my first army is going to be Nurgle. So I wanted to write a specific character that I'm either going to use as the HQ or the hero or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The driving uh, uh, character behind your army, the driving motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Have you? Well, maybe we'll, I'll ask you some questions about tabletop when we're when we finish reading your lore. Um, but, Sounds uh, like a plan. Yeah, let's just jump into it. If you want to just read, and then when you stop reading, I'll pick it up from where you left off, and vice versa. Sounds like a plan. All right. So Tyrus Kane, he was a long-standing member of the Imperial Guard. He'd been conscript- conscripted at a young age, but was deemed too old and genetically unfit to undergo the process to become a space marine. Disappointed, but still determined, Kane proved himself through his service and dedication to the Imperium and to the Emperor. Being from the Calixis sector within Segmentum Obscurus, Kane was used to the idea of having to fend for himself. He was born on Centilia, meant to be nothing but a low low-born factorum worker, or one of those things that stocks the forgotten sublevels of the city of Sabellus. That fate was rewritten when the Inquisition came to purge a cult of heretics within the sublevels. Cain was caught in the middle of the fray, 
So the Neshi forces charged the Inquisition without a care for themselves. They sought perfection in all things and wished to be noticed by the Dark Prince. At first, the Psyker and a few guardsmen that the Inquisition brought to bear mowed the charging cultists down. But then shards of mirror-like purple glass fell upon the Imperial forces. The cultist leader revealed himself at last, and he, along with the inquisitorial psyker, began a duel of the mind, flinging blasts of energy at each other. Kane, just at the age of 15 at the time, saw a fallen guardsman lasgun and picked it up. He took cover behind bent flak metal and then began to fire at the cultist. His first shot missed, but the second seared the shoulder of the leader and it was enough for the Inquisitor to take advantage and finish the cultist, frying him with a blast of lightning from her staff. From this point onward, Cain left his life behind on the Hive World, training and joining a regiment of the Guard within the Inquisition. Within five years, he was an operative and viewed as a veteran of perilous missions. He grew fond of his newfound place, tenuous as it was. He grew even more fond of his fellow comrades, especially the Bulgrins he'd typically fought alongside. He befriended the large brutes, and they had an unspoken respect and bond that comes with countless battles. Such a life at the edge of the Imperium always held risk. For Cain, who had witnessed horror most of his life, was introduced to a plague no one could imagine. In the year... 757 of M41, the zombie plague was unleashed. Just after the first incident on Hydra Minoris, Cain and his regiment had already been sent down to Xenu 2, a hive world within the sublevels. A hive world and within the sublevels, a seat of power for an insidious cult. They were there to purge the heretics, kill their leader, and extract on the other side. Unbeknownst to them, the plague had already begun to spread, and so they had reached the point of no return by the time they were within the sublevels. They fought for days on end, members of the regiment being picked off gradually one by one, some falling in battle, others to infection. More times than Cain cared to count, they had to put their own down. By the seventh day, it was just down to Cain and an ogren by the name of Cogs. The pair had fought their way into an abandoned tunnel, clearing out poxwalkers the entire way. They had just a moment of respite before Cain realized Cogs was beginning to turn. Just as the brute turned and snarled, Cain put three lasgun rounds into his skull. Cain prayed to the emperor then, hoping to be delivered from this wretched place. He'd heard tales of his divine power aiding his followers in times of need. Perhaps the god emperor would find him worthy. It was not the emperor that answered his pleas, however, but it was a god no less. The fly lord told him of his gifts and of the gifts that he offers to those that would serve him. Cain would never have to see his friends die around him or be forced to kill them. Death was a part of the natural cycle, and that helps pave the way for new life. The Plague Father helped him see this, and not only that, but of all the gods, Nurgle is the lord of all. For all things live and die, and all living things wax and wane in sickness and in health. Such is Nurgle's power that all paths lead to him, or at least in Cain's moment of desperation, that is what he was led to believe. 
He could see both sides and knew that his choice was to die here or to live for something greater. Cain ultimately chose the latter, wishing to use his skill for being for a being that would reward him, wanting a life of joy and immortality without endless suffering. All of this, Nurgle promised him, and more. When Cain next awoke, he was changed. His flesh had grown putrid and grotesque, with most of it turning into a vile green hue. There were sections mixed with brown and gray where it seemed the flesh was dying only to regrow again. His hands had become clawed and maggots crawled beneath the fingernails. This sight not, did not disgust him, however. On the contrary, he relished these newfound gifts. Cain aided in the spread of plagues from there on as a champion of Nurgle. Soon, the Hive City and all of Xenu too fell to Nurgle's followers. Cain continued this path, spreading plagues and infesting worlds to expand Nurgle's growth within real space. Though some of these were shut down or pushed back, Cain had managed to find inventive new ways of infection and infiltration into Imperial settlements. He had risen in esteem to the Fly Lord, and in the year of 999 M41, he ascended to Demon Prince of Nurgle. He shed his old identity. Tyrus Cain was now reborn as Kanker Poxbell. His legions, and to the mortals that heard his dreaded name, he had gained the honorific Father Poxbell. Rumors spread like disease for how this came to be, the most popular being since that the emperor would not raise him up as a son. Grandfather Nurgle did so instead. Whatever the truth may be, Father Poxbill now waits to strike once more from the warp. He was last seen wielding a doomsday bell, tolling it seven times and humming a jaunting to jaunty tune while spreading Nurgle's rot. The toll of the bell signifies the thrum of plague drone wings soon to follow. With them brings the inevitable cycle of life and death. Father Poxbell does this with glee, for the blessings of Nurgle are greater than he imagined. In his eyes, all mortals should now should now know the embrace of the grandfather's gifts. Very cool. Um, yeah, that's the scary thing about reaching out into the unknown is what's going to reach out? You know, he cries out to the emperor for help, but that's not what answered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. I, I, I'm picturing tabletop like you mentioned that this guy liked um, Ogrins and Bolgrins and stuff. And I'm just picturing the tabletop army of these like, yeah, Nurgle Ogrin and stuff and how yeah, like, and dangerous and plague Ogrins. Exactly. That's yeah. 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 And there's some the... sweet Forge World models for them, too, but it wouldn't be hard to convert your own either. Yeah, and the, and so I already have some ideas there. Like I I want to. Uh, I was reading a thing about someone had taken a Glotkin and converted it into a Chaos Knight for forty k, and then just had like magnets on the arm so that you could swap out weapons for Age of Sigmar or forty k. Okay. And so I want to do something like that, and uh, basically have a lot of these like you know big monstrosities and. Um, uh, a lot of those cool and like i don't think plague toads are a thing anymore but i love the model for them so i'd love to get them in as like chaos spawn or something sure. and, yeah uh, yeah <laughs> yeah those plague so, toad models are wild like uh yeah they're so cool with their all the lumps on them all the warts and their crazy tongue yeah so good 
Yeah, they look insane. And I loved seeing them in uh, Total War, Warhammer 3, the the game. Mm -hmm. And um, playing those games uh, from, you know, the first one, that's that's what got me into Warhammer itself. Um, nice. It ended up being going into the novels, from the novels to, you know, Vermintide and Darktide as those games came out. And then from those now to Tabletop. And... Do you kind of equally like both settings, like fantasy and 40k? Because, or do you have a yes. preference over? Um, I mean, initially it's always been I've preferred fantasy, right? Um, but in the last, I don't know, I'd say few months to a year now, I've been getting more and more into 40k. I've, you know, consumed a ton of lore videos, a couple novels. Um, I'm in the middle of Eisenhorn right now and of his omnibus. Nice. Um, and I've I've come to really love both sides of it, and um, it's it's both worlds are a lot of fun. Yeah, and like they're so similar. Like you know, yes. one is just you have guns, and one you have swords, but they're pretty much the same in concept. And yeah, it's cool. Um, exactly, and that's why I ended up choosing a chaos army for. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For, for the initial starter for tabletop is I wanted to be able to play across all settings. And yeah, yeah. Just jump in that way. And uh, because eventually I'll do an ad mech army for 40k and then I'll probably do like, you know, Gloom Spike gets for... Uh, <laughs> Age of Sigmar, and so, yeah, give it thirty you know. years, and then you'll have one of everything. That's, that's <laughs> how it works. <laughs> exactly, it'll end up happening that way. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So your story. Uh. I love how you kind of describe the Nurgle death and the life. Like, yeah, okay, Nurgle's all about decay and rot, but it's also about new life and growth and rebirth. Uh, I like that you kind of yeah. tied that into it too. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, I I I really wanted to uh, get that in there because you know he's in the situation of um, facing death, and um, you know of course there's that plague side of it, and that's what they were there to fight. But he's also given this idea of well, I can continue to live, you know, by accepting these gifts. So his perspective is then changed in that moment of yeah. you know this is a way to value life it is a warped and messed up way to value it <laughs> <laughs> but it's still life it still counts uh, yeah exactly <laughs> um did you choose cain's name for a specific reason like i was kind of thinking cain and abel from the bible where cain killed his brother abel and in your story there cain has to kill his regimental brothers constantly and that weighs on him 
and affects his soul. Um, was was that? Am I just reading into it? I uh, that that honestly wasn't planned, but that that could very well be something that was was put in subconsciously. I don't know. It <laughs> it was it wasn't something I had planned out. I just liked the name Cain, and I wanted to once he took on his like demon percent once he was raised up i knew i wanted to change his name yeah and uh um th- and they always have like those those like little puns in there so i figured changing it from cane to canker was a little fun Canker uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and then Poxbell, um i had a character it heavily influenced off of a, a character i had in uh warhammer 3 when i was doing a campaign i had a green unclean one that um he I renamed him Poxbell because he was wielding one of the Doom Bells. So that's actually what I want to do with his miniature is I want to get one of the Doom Bells from a Great Unclean One kit and give it to him. Yeah. (laughs) What do we know what like that Poxbell does? Like what like did it does it do any like psychic powers or whatever? Like when he tolls it, do people's souls get wrenched from them or like kind of what what does it really do? I I haven't uh gone that far in depth with it i did the tolling it seven times because uh, uh nurgle's number seven yeah um but um uh i was thinking about tying it into you know uh spreading some sort of plague or um you know uh doing uh something with like the uh plague drones or one of those iconic units of yeah. and that's there's that line in there um where like the tolling of the bell uh signifies the throne of plague drone plague drone wings soon to follow and okay. i just love the model of plague drones and so i was like that's one of my favorite nurgle units and uh so i'll probably tie something in in there right. but there there will definitely be more i expand upon with this eventually yeah yeah, that's the thing. You're never fucking done with it, man. It never ends. You 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 yeah. play a couple games, and this character might die, and then you have to rewrite your whole army or something. It <laughs> it always adds on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, now take this with a grain of salt. Maybe the only thing I didn't like about your lore is there was not really a ritual of how he became a demon prince. It'd be such an easy little one or two sentence add on. Like, what did he actually have to do to become the demon prince? Um, yeah. But such a minor detail that's not really a gripe, you know, just you got me intrigued. I want to hear more. How do I become a demon prince? <laughs> gotcha. Well, yeah, that's something I'll definitely I'll definitely add in there. And uh, it was one of those uh, when I was writing it, I was already like, oh, man, is this going to be too much? Like, how in depth do I want to go with this kind of thing? Mm. And um, and uh, so, yeah, that'll definitely be something I, I add in, in the future. Yeah, like that could be its own story. Ultimately, is that that ritual and like I, I know I've read some of the the rituals that people write on here and the way they describe like the etheric energies flowing and just like you know all the weird rituals that they have to do. It'd be really cool to see your interpretation of of it. Awesome. How many times does yeah. the the bell toll? How many bells are there while they're doing this? You know, you can really <laughs> kind of go go hard onto the ritual. Yeah, you could have a lot of fun with it. Add in a ton of detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh yeah that's that's something i'll definitely keep in mind nice um so if you had like the dream tabletop army for this yeah we we mentioned there's going to be augrin plague drones um what what else kind of will there be will there be like the zombies that kind of walk around with them what's kind of the vibe yeah i'll probably get 
um uh what do they call it the plague bearers um yeah i'll probably get some mo like models of those and i'll do a like theme around traditional Mergle colors but I also want to make them look like a little zombified a little weird like they're coming from this this planet that he basically completely infected and you know yeah. made a demon world um and then uh um probably similar uh idea like i mentioned that he had like patches on his own flesh that were like gray and brown and like weird colors so i'll probably tie some of that in um yeah. to a lot of the models themselves i of course want to get a uh, great unclean one in there just because they're gross and I'll yeah you need probably it. <laughs> yeah exactly and i'll probably tie in a a thing of how you know uh you know he gets a greater demon like that to to join him and yeah um, yeah uh all that all that good stuff so yeah um cool. there there'll be so, uh definitely some things i expand on both lore wise and then tabletop army um i haven't even decided what uh you know point system i'm gonna go with to build it yet if i'm gonna do like a 2k point army or a thousand point army, i haven't even decided that yet but uh yeah. it'll it'll be gradual i'm i'm planning on doing this over the next few months and getting it all together start painting and all that good stuff <laughs> yeah uh do you enjoy painting and all that do you have you done much of it um not much at all i'm uh, uh relatively inexperienced i mean i've painted like you know models and stuff beforehand but i've never been into like you know uh 40k or like miniatures like like this yet so this is all yeah. relatively new to me but i'm you know youtube videos getting a crash yeah. course from you know friends all that good stuff and uh, yeah. just going right into it and i figured uh not only do i like the lore of nurgle but it'd be pretty easy to go in with green right off the bat and then that's hard to mess up and then you can, <laughs> and then you yeah. can adjust it and and you know add detail and make it look good as you as you get better and better so yeah that's one of the nice things about nurgle is like yeah even if you're a new painter and it's a little sloppy or like if your colors don't match from one plague bearer to the next perfectly it does it doesn't fucking matter it's perfect that way yeah. yeah um yeah very cool lore i like it i'm I'm glad that there's another person getting into 40k and worshiping Nurgle. Always a joy, always a treat. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, don't worry, I won't always be a filthy heretic. I'll uh, I'll end up doing some imperial armies and stuff too down the line. But I, th I figured there's already a lot of that. Why not, you know, yeah. spread Nurgle's love a little bit? You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to short share about this piece of lore or like uh, the next piece you're working on? Um, anything else? Um, well, eventually I'll I'll probably um, write some admix stuff. I really like their um, whole just look and, and the uh, history behind them. And yeah. um, I plan on doing like a whole Forge world. That'll probably be the second army I end up doing. Um, that'll be a while from now. But uh, I imagine once all this uh comes to fruition i'll i'll hit you up and let you know and hopefully Perfect. be on here again oh yeah um would you tie your armies together like would you tie your nurgle army where they're fighting the admech forge world at all or are you keeping your lore and your armies separate um i might do that if i if i find the influence for it or or, 
or I think, you know, there's a, there's a fun way I can, I can do it. Like one of the explorator fleets like goes out and they end up finding that world or something, or like, you know, yeah. uh, going into a warp rift and like, Oh, there's a bunch of Nurgle shit over here, you know, like that kind <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. Um, that, that could be a lot of fun, but, yeah. um, no, but there, it no. doesn't sound like they're aimed to be like arch nemesis. Nemesis is from the beginning. It's more like chance encounter that they bump into each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's not immediately planned, but it could be something. Yeah. Well, while I'm writing it, that that could happen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was where it'll take. Yeah. Exactly. And um and so like I'll I'll have like an end goal in mind of like where I want you know that story to go, but if I'm like oh you know this character, you know, that would be a really good, you know, like villain or really good tie in and yeah. making it all, you know, uh, interact with each other that way. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 No, it is fun tying armies together like that. And then when you're playing against yourself in your basement, it, it, <laughs> at night, it, it makes it less weird. I find, you know, there's a driving factor behind it besides just the weirdness of it. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, just rolling dice against yourself because you can't find anybody else to play 40k with you. Then yeah, that's yeah. the way to do it. <laughs> I'm doing it for the story. Yeah. Perfect. Um, well, I like it. Thank you so much for sharing your lore, and I can't wait to see where this goes. Um, like I said, I need to see that ritual, man. I need I need to know how he does it. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll do. I I will uh I'll I'll work on that here soon enough and once i have it written i'm i'm sure we'll be back on here perfect uh well thank you seth for joining me and sharing if you listeners have lore that you would like to submit to the show email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com and uh i'll eventually get to it or message me on discord if you want to record live with me or whatever uh and if you want to support the show don't forget to go to patreon warhammer listening lore throw me a buck always appreciated and uh yeah that's that thanks again for joining me and reading awesome thank you yeah, it was nice, actually, this time. I didn't have to read a single word. Perfect. <laughs> well, we all know you can't read. Well, exactly. So it's like, <laughs> save, save me some embarrassment here. Yeah. All right, everyone. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.